Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Imagine a beautiful afternoon. The sun is shining and you get to enjoy it all because you just sat down on your John Deere mower. The smooth ride lets you escape into your yard. Intuitive controls make you feel like you're one with the machine. And with attachments for every season, you can enjoy it all year long. We could keep trying to put you in the moment, but to really understand what it's like to drive a John Deere mower, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Most people know they should save for retirement. However, using a 401k may seem too overwhelming or complicated, and that may prevent many people from getting started. When I was in my 20s, I did not invest in my company's 401k because I wasn't sure what would happen if I left my job. Not understanding the retirement account rules held me back when I first started out, and I don't want that to happen to you. If you want to learn more about 401ks for workers and the self-employed, stay with me. And I'll also cover some listener questions at the end of the show related to investing for retirement. Hi, friends, and thanks for joining me this week. I'm Laura Adams, a personal finance and small business expert and author who's been hosting the Money Girl podcast since 2008. The mission here is simple. It's to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. Every show is designed to help you come away with practical advice and tips to make better money decisions and take your financial life to the next level. So I would love for you to subscribe to the show so you can make sure that you'll get every weekly episode. Also, think about participating. You can send me your money questions or comments. One way to do that is by leaving a voicemail message 24-7. All you have to do is call 302-364-0308. And you can also email me using my contact page at D adams.com or connect with me on Instagram at Laura D. Adams. And don't forget that every week we publish a companion blog post for every podcast episode. They're published over in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. Today's episode is number 709 called Your Complete Guide to 401k Retirement Accounts. While 401ks do come with a number of critical IRS regulations you have to know, they're not as tricky to master as you might think. So if you're lucky enough to work for an employer that offers a 401k, participating can be a powerful way to build wealth for retirement. And also, you can have a solo 401k if you've got self-employment income. So in this podcast, I'm going to cover everything you need to know about 401ks so you can use them to accumulate a healthy nest egg and have a lot more security in your financial future. 
So we'll start with some just basic definition of what is a 401k. And in its simplest terms, it's an employer-sponsored account for workers to save money for retirement. And as I mentioned, if you're self-employed, you can also have a solo 401k. And there are two main types. You've got traditional 401ks and Roth 401ks. With a traditional 401k, your employer, or you if you're self-employed with a solo 401k, you can deduct contributions from your paycheck before taxes get withheld. So you're contributing on a pre-tax basis and putting that money straight into your 401k account. And the big benefit you get is that you defer paying tax on both your deposits, that the money that you're putting into the account, and the investment earnings or gains on those deposits that you're putting in the 401k. Now, they will get taxed eventually. You have to pay tax on your 401k distributions in retirement, but you get to avoid paying tax in the current year. Now, with a Roth 401k, the rules are very different. Your employer or you will make contributions on an after-tax basis. So what happens is you're paying tax up front on your contributions, but all of the growth in the account, so your investment gains, your earnings, all of that gets to grow in the account entirely tax-free. So when you take withdrawals of your money from a Roth account in retirement, you don't pay any tax. So those investment gains could be massive, and and that's a huge potential tax savings. Now, a lot of you may know that to qualify for a Roth IRA, you do have to meet certain annual income requirements. If your income is too high, you won't qualify to make Roth IRA contributions. But that's not the case for a Roth 401k or a Roth solo 401k. They're great options because they have no income limits. You can make very high levels of income and still qualify for a Roth 401k at work or a solo Roth 401k that you have on your own as a self-employed person. Now, one of the most valuable benefits that you, you hear a lot about a 401k is the matching. If you participate in a 401k that your employer incentivizes you by paying a match, that's getting free additional money in the account. So let me give you an example. Let's say your company matches 100% of your contributions up to a certain percentage of your salary, or it could be 50% of your contributions up to a specific limit. So here's an example. Let's say you earn $50,000 a year and you get a 50% match from your employer for your contributions up to 6% of your salary. So if you were to save $3,000 in your 401k, your employer would deposit $1,500 for you. That's an instant 50% return on your investment. Not bad, right? Now let's take that example a little further. Let's say you're getting this full $1,500 match year after year for the next 30 years. You would have an extra $127,000 in your account to spend in retirement. And that's a conservative estimate because it doesn't even account for any potential increases in your wages. So if you are you know, contributing more on a percentage basis as your income goes up, you could be getting 
higher amounts of matching. So, you know, $127,000 additional, again, it's, that's a very conservative estimate. So I tell you this because you need to understand that employer matching on a 401k is a very valuable benefit, which is why I always say be sure that you're contributing at least enough to max out that match. Now, there's only one catch that you should know about 401k matches. Some employers impose a vesting schedule. Vesting prevents you from owning those matching funds until you've been employed for a set number of years. So that means if you leave your job ahead of that vesting deadline, you could forfeit some or even all of your matching funds. However, there's never a vesting schedule for the contributions that you make from your paycheck. So the the money that you put in on your own, you are always 100% vested in the money that you put in a 401k. That money can never be lost if you change jobs or get fired, you know, or, or whatever may happen. And you may be thinking, well, Laura, what if I've got a 401k and my employer does not give me any matching funds? Well, you know, there's no law that says an employer has to match. If they do match, that's a very generous benefit. But even if they don't match, I want to encourage you to fully participate in a 401k at work and max it out every year. The benefits that you're going to get just from, you know, the tax savings alone is so, so worth it. So let's talk about the 401k contribution limits. For 2021, you can contribute up to $19,500, but that number is going up. So next year for 2022, you can contribute up to $20,500. So that limit is going up $1,000 to a 401k. Now, if you're over age 50, you can put in an additional amount. So if you're over age 50 in 2021, you can contribute up to $26,000 thousand dollars and in 2022 you can contribute up to $27,000 to the 401k if you're over age 50. Also note that the annual contribution limit does not include any employer matching. So that means even if you max out a 401k, your employer can put in as much as they want. That's just icing on the cake. You have to meet those contribution limits from the paycheck, but your employer can put in money that exceeds those contribution limits for the year. A common question I get is, well, Laura, what should I do if I need to take money out of my 401k? Well, I'm going to say in general, you should not be putting money into a retirement account that you think you might need. You know, this these accounts are really set up for the future, and they're going to penalize you if you take money out early. So, you know, it is just not a good idea to put money into an account that you think you're going to need to pull out. So here's what happens. Um, If you go against the rules and you take an early withdrawal before the age of 59 and a half, you're going to have to pay income tax plus a 10% early withdrawal penalty on those amounts. And that applies to the traditional account. But if you've got a Roth account, in general, you're only going to pay tax and an early withdrawal penalty on the investment gains in the account. Remember that you pay tax up front with a Roth. So with the contribution portion, you've already been taxed on that. 
Now, there is an exception to this penalty that I just mentioned, and it's called the Rule of 55. This says that you can take distributions that are penalty-free if you leave your job after age 55. So if you want to retire early, that's giving you a way to do that. So you do still have to pay income tax on withdrawals that were not previously taxed, even if you leave at age 55, but you're not going to have to pay that hefty 10% penalty. Additionally, you can skip the early withdrawal penalty for qualified hardships. So these include becoming disabled, paying for a certain amount of education expenses, either for yourself or your family, or avoiding foreclosure on your primary residence. And once you reach age 72, you must begin taking required minimum distributions, or RMDs, from a 401k. And the amount that you have to take out depends on the balance in your account and your life expectancy defined by IRS table. So those are going to depend on your age and your gender. And any RMDs that were not previously taxed do get included in your taxable income. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Masterforce Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Masterforce tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Now, another way that it's possible to take money from a 401k is a loan. So this is another option, but only if your plan permits it. Some plans don't permit loans. So if this is something of interest, you'll need to to check with your plan to understand what the rules are. 
And while it can be tempting to borrow from yourself, especially as you accumulate bigger balances, I want you to be sure that you understand the rules for taking a 401k loan. So here are some points that you need to know. You typically must repay a 401k loan within five years, and your loan payments will get deducted from your paychecks. And you've got to repay interest on any 401k loans. Even though you're borrowing from yourself, you do have to repay it with interest. And that rule just makes sure that you're making up for lost investment time. And you cannot take a 401k loan that exceeds either $50,000 or 50% of your vested account balance, whichever is less. So $50,000 is going to be the maximum amount that you could borrow from yourself. And also note that you may get prohibited from making any new contributions to your 401k while you're repaying a loan. So that's going to leave you unable to enjoy investment growth and that valuable employer matching that we talked about. I mentioned that when I was just starting out, I was reticent to use a 401k because I just wasn't sure what would happen to that money if I left my job. So I want to make sure you understand that if you leave your company for any reason, your money is going to be fine. However, you can no longer make any new contributions to an old employer's retirement plan. You know, you can still leave the money with the old employer if you like. You just can't add any new contributions to it. However, it's easy to take your vested 401k balance with you. So there are five things that you can do with your 401k when you're leaving an employer. Number one is to cash it out. That is the worst option, and I'll explain more about that in a minute. The second option is just to leave it with your ex-employer. Now, you know, that may be okay if you came from a very large company or maybe even the government where you know that nothing is going to happen to the plan. If you came from a small employer, you may want to think about taking that money with you instead of leaving it in the 401k with the with the old employer. The third option is to roll it over to an IRA. The fourth option is to roll it over to a 401k with your new employer. And the fifth option would be to roll it over into an account for the self-employed. So if you've got self-employment income or you left your job to go into business for yourself, that's one option. Most people choose to do an IRA rollover with their old 401k, and that just gives you a lot more control over your investment options and the fees that you have to pay. But as I mentioned, if you've got a new job with a retirement plan or you become self-employed, moving funds into a new 401k or into to a new solo 401k, those are also excellent options. But as I mentioned, the worst option for an old 401k is to cash it out because it is an early withdrawal if you're younger than age 59 and a half. So as I mentioned, for a traditional account, you're going to have to pay income tax plus that hefty 10% penalty, leaving you with significantly less money. And if you've got a Roth account, you are still going to have to pay income tax and that penalty on any portion of the account that was not previously taxed. All right, so let's say your employer does offer a 401k. You may already be enrolled in your plan and not even know it. That's because many companies automatically enroll new employees to encourage your participation. In fact, you have to opt out of the plan uh, versus opting into the plan. 
And you can review your last paycheck or contact your benefits administrator if you're not sure if you're enrolled in a 401k at work. But if you've already got a 401k and, you know, you know that you're participating, you can simply log on to your online portal to adjust your contribution amount, choose investments, and see your employer matching funds. Most plans offer a diversified investment menu that includes investments like mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, and money market funds. Now, another type of fund that you may see is called a target date fund. These have become really popular in 401ks. They allow you to select a fund based on the date that you expect or want to retire. Then the fund automatically adjusts its underlying investments to be more conservative as the date of your expected retirement approaches. So it's going to be be more aggressive when you've got lots of time before retirement, but it will slowly become a little bit more conservative as that target date approaches. And if you don't understand your 401k investment choices or you need a little help selecting appropriate funds for your financial objectives, I would highly encourage you to speak with a financial advisor. And many 401ks offer free advice or even low-cost options if you do have to pay for it. But most plans that I'm familiar with actually have free advisors for all of the plan participants. So that is a fantastic way to get some advice if you're just not sure how to pick your funds in the account. And another really great feature of most 401ks is something called auto escalation. So this automatically increases your contribution rate over time, such as 1% per year, until you hit a certain limit. So that's an excellent feature for slowly building your savings rate over time. So if you are not already enrolled in auto escalation, I highly recommend it. As I mentioned, you could set it for 1% per year. You could set it really for, for anything that you like. Um, just make sure that every year you're adding a little bit more, you're, uh, you're saving and investing a little bit more than you were the prior year. So I want to summarize some of the main advantages of using a 401k. I think a main advantage is that you know, employers are offering free matching contributions as an incentive for you. That free money is just unbeatable. Also, they are going to help you reduce your tax bill by making traditional 401k contributions. So remember, the traditional accounts are made on a pre-tax basis, and that allows you to have income in the current year that is not taxed. And if you've got a Roth 401k, you're going to get tax-free withdrawals in retirement. So you do have to pay the tax up front with a Roth, but you're going to get to take withdrawals that are completely tax-free. And if you're not sure whether the traditional or Roth is for you, I would recommend going 50-50. Put half of your contribution in a pre-tax account and half in an after-tax account. That will also give you different types of income in retirement. And another big advantage with a 401k is that you own your vested account balance and can take that money with you when you leave a job. Now let's talk about some disadvantages of 401ks. One is that not all employers offer them. Uh, Another is that you typically cannot tap a 401k before age 59 and a half without paying an early withdrawal penalty, which is a 10% penalty. Another downside is that you may pay higher investment fees compared to other types of retirement accounts, such as an IRA. And that's because 401ks have a lot of administrative burdens. And so that's typically passed on to investors. 
And you may have fewer investment options with a 401k than with an IRA. However, some people see that as a benefit because it really streamlines their choices. All right, those are the main points that you need to know about 401ks. Now, let me turn to a couple of your questions. One came in from Justin C., who says, Do you recommend that I roll over an old 403b with a past employer into my new 403b at my new job? My previous 403b is through Fidelity with returns over 14% per year to date. And my current active 403b is through Lincoln Financial and isn't returning quite as much. Thank you. Justin, this is a great question. You know, as I mentioned, I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with leaving funds with an old employer if you trust that that employer is managing the funds uh, correctly and, you know, you're happy with that old account. And it's possible that you may be able to get higher investment returns based on the funds that you choose in your new plan. You know, it may be uh, simply that you've just got a different allocation of funds. So, you know, I would say there is some benefit to consolidating everything and just being able to know that it's all in one place. So if that convenience, you know, is really worth something to you, I would say go ahead and do the rollover. If not, if you don't mind managing two separate accounts and you're really enjoying the Fidelity account, I would say there's nothing wrong with with leaving it there if you feel confident in that old employer. Justin, thank you so much for that question. And Mark says, thanks so much for your great show. I've started investing over the past year and I've learned so much from listening to your podcast. I'm 28 years old and at the beginning of my career, so I would rather pay taxes now than in the future when I assume I'll be in a higher tax bracket. I have self-employment income from a side gig as well as income from a 1099 job and a separate W-2 job. I'm set to max out my Roth IRA for the year soon. After I do so, where should I invest any additional money? In a regular brokerage account, a simple IRA, a SEP IRA, or a solo 401k? Mark, thank you for your kind words and great job on diversifying your income uh, at such a young age. That's fantastic. So I would say it's really best to stick with the tax-advantaged accounts. So if you can put that extra money into a SEP IRA or a solo 401k. Those are the two that are only eligible if you've got self-employment income. If you can, you know, max either one of those out first, that's going to give you the most advantages because you're going to get tax benefits from them. Whereas if you go with a regular brokerage account, you know, you are going to have, you know, more tax liability there. And the differences between the SEP IRA and the solo 401k really come down to whether you are going to have employees or plan on having any employees in your business. So if you are, you know, just a one person small business, you can have either the SEP IRA or the solo 401k. I've got a SEP IRA, even though I use contractors in my business and not employees, I chose the SEP IRA because I wanted to have the option to hire employees down the road. So Mark, I hope that helps. Again, just always use the tax-advantaged accounts first and then move over to taxable accounts. 
Before I let you go, I want to invite you to join my free private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. It's a fantastic group of people. All you have to do is search for Dominate Your Dollars on Facebook. And you can also visit lauradadams.com where you'll find my contact page and more about me, my books, and online classes. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work.